Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Chat with a Rat, episode number 14 with Natasha. I don't know how to pronounce your last name. It's okay, no one does. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sam Rainey, like rain. Okay, okay. That's like kind of how I w- would have guessed. But, um, well, you're smarter than most people <laughs> in Malachi. <laughs> yeah, I have a weird name too, though. So, um, Was your name... Well, this is a stupid question, actually. Like, I've never seen Malachi spelled with a, a Y-E. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I I never have either other than my name. And then there's, like, a website that is called, Ma- it's, like, Malachi.com. Mm-hmm. And it's spelled like my name. And um, they sell, like, uh, uh, like surfing stuff and, like, skateboarding stuff. It's Very really random. For you, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's really <laughs> random. I don't know why it's called that. Huh. Um. So I'll ask you uh, first, the question I ask everyone first, how long have you been doing comedy for? Yeah, I noticed on your episodes, and I like him so bad with numbers. I, I think it's been maybe seven-ish years. Okay. Um, is that consecutively or? Yeah, no, probably. Well, I mean, it is. So I actually started in improv and sketch. I was one of those nerds. So <laughs> like, uh, oh, I just noticed the sticker on the side of your table. It's cool. Um, <laughs> I, so I, at the time, like I was doing stand up, but then I'd go in and out depending on what projects I had. So probably the last four years I've been like really focused on it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, what, what made you want to start doing comedy in the first place? I don't know. I'm a masochist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. That's a good answer. I mean. Who knows? <laughs> or I guess the bigger question would be like, what makes you stick with it? Do you like, I don't know. I feel like every comedian ever has always said like, I'm going to quit or they quit for a while. And yeah. then they come back. Have you quit yet? No, I haven't yet, <laughs> but I've seen a lot of people do it. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah. I feel like it's such like an absolute statement, which is why I never say it. I'm just like, I probably won't quit. Yeah. And yeah. I've seen a lot of people too, like, um, LJ, uh, <laughs> like, you, like reference him in every episode. <laughs> I He's know, just, like the sidekick. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know. I'm gonna have to have him come back on just because we talk about him so much. Yeah, he but should have a talk back that pops up. Like, <laughs> <pop> up <video. laughs> yeah, exactly. Just to bullshit back. Um, but yeah, he, uh, him, and I've seen a lot of other people do yeah. it too. They'll be like, um, you know, I'm, I gotta take a break or whatever for whatever reason, yeah. uh, different reasons, but. Um, they're like getting burnout yeah. or like, you know, they're just whatever. Um, not like just not having fun anymore, but, um, but they'll be like, yeah, I need a break. Um, and they'll take, you won't see them for like a few weeks or month yeah. or whatever. Um, but I haven't even done that yet. Like I, <laughs> I jump at every chance that I, I get to do anything that has You're to do with comedy. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I th- it is. I think I, what I enjoyed about it is, I don't know, like, I guess I just enjoy the adrenaline rush. I'm an adrenaline junkie in a nerdy way. Uh, even even when you bomb on stage, like I don't I don't mind it. I think because it just like feels like a real person experience and everything. So like, can I say fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything's so what fucking. Say what di- you can say whatever you everything's want. Everything's so fucking digital these days. Like I don't know. Stand up feels even even if like you feel like you're wearing a mask or your character. You know, it's fake in some ways. Like it feels very real because you're just in front of a bunch of randos and you really have no idea or control about like how things are going to end up. And that, I don't know, that just feels good to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't uh <laughs> No, not, not that's not why you do. Why do you do it? <laughs> I don't know, honestly. <laughs> I don't um, How did you get started? Am I allowed to ask you questions, Malachi? Yeah, you can <laughs> ask me questions. I uh I 
I wrote jokes for like two and a half years mm. before I ever uh, did it. Um, like but just uh, in a dedicated notebook? Or like yeah, I still have yeah. the notebook. It's yeah. almost full now. Uh, I have like Are you going to like brass it and sell it on Amazon <laughs> I was thinking a headliner? <laughs> I was thinking about what I was going to do with it after it's full because yeah. I only have like, I think like three pages left or something mm. in it. Um, but uh, yeah, I wrote in that notebook, I wrote jokes in it for like two and a half years. Wow. And at the time, uh, I was dating somebody who hated comedy. Mm -hmm. So I would constantly be writing jokes and asking them, like, hey, do you <laughs> think this is funny? And they would just be like, eh. Like, you know, they didn't. Uh, I think I saw that on one of your posts or something you said. And it's so funny because, like, my boyfriend, he's a comedian, too. And, like, he loves sharing his jokes. And I love hearing them. But I don't like to share mine. So I love oh, that yeah? you said that. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Because I feel so vulnerable when I share them just to one person. But I don't feel vulnerable when I share it to a room full of, like, strangers. No, I could see that, I guess. Um, it depends. Um, if I come up with, like, a premise of a joke or, like, something, I can, like, you know, tell to somebody, like, just, like, one person, be like, hey, man, I have, you know, this yeah, joke set up. It's kind of yeah. like this, blah, blah, blah. But to, like, actually, like, try to, like, perform a joke <laughs> for somebody else, you know, or whatever, that is, like, okay. it's, you like. stand there. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. really, like, cringy. It's hard that to do. Really I've had even people like try to like on the phone, like like talking to somebody on the phone, be like, "Oh yeah, like tell me that joke." You, I'm like, uh, okay, it's <laughs> like, and I always tell it way, way worse than it's actually gonna be because <laughs> it's just so hard to tell one person. It's like, so hard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's no group mind you're relying on for them to laugh if it's not. Funny. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's yeah. and that's hard. I hate it when uh, other people tell me their jokes too. If it's just me. Because it's like you don't know how to like respond to you it. Feel like, like a lot of pressure. Like if it's not funny, you're just like, oh, cool. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't wait to see how that turns out, man. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah, I don't know. And then like, yeah, you don't know if like to pity laugh or what. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what do you think? Um, what, what do you think about the stereotype of women in comedy? What is the stereotype? That people always <laughs> say that women aren't funny. Well, most people that say that are dudes, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Of I course. mean, I guess it's a good question to ask, but I feel like it's a question that is always asked of women. And I just want to be like, well, I have a stereotype that most dudes aren't funny. They just have a lot more confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't know. I am at the end of the day to me, like comedy is subjective. That's how I feel about it. It's subjective. Like. I'm gonna. Um, there's gonna be comedians that I just can't relate to, or some that I just uh, think are on an off night. Yeah. And sometimes those are dudes, and sometimes those are women. Um. So, anyone that's, but to me, like anyone that has broad sweeping generalizations like that, and they don't keep their mind or heart open to like real experience, and if it's actually that way, like I honestly don't care what they say, anyways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> well, I actually was talking about it um, to like a few people outside of the club. Um, I don't know, a few weeks ago or something, and um, somebody was saying like, um, like how have you seen any like uh, like women like comedians come in that were f that you thought were yeah. funny or whatever? Um, and I was like, yeah, I've seen a few here and there or whatever. And um, they were talk they're saying like I don't can't remember exactly what they were saying, but something along the lines of like they don't see like a whole lot. Yeah. But then I was like, well, you got to think, though, also, we don't see a whole lot of women comedians, yeah, period. Yeah. So I was like, if you think like of the ratio, we yeah. see tons of guys that are funny, yeah. right? But, but we see tons of guys that are yeah. not funny also. We just totally. don't see as many women comedians, <laughs> Thank period. <you>. So, 
Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it makes sense. Um, I feel like it is a numbers game. Like, they talk yeah. about that in politics, too, like, in the, in the you know, general landscape. Like, you know, the first time a woman candidate runs for a big office or whatever, like, any move she makes, people are just like, oh, well, she can't do this. Or, like, if she's this terrible, like, all women must be this terrible. But, like, if we applied that same standard to dudes, like, right. we would never get anything <laughs> done. Like, yeah. dudes in the general sphere, like, it is a privilege to have been able to, like, you know, in general, you guys get to fuck up in a lot of ways and like people don't have a microscope on you. And that's not like you shouldn't feel bad about that. Like you should feel really lucky. <laughs> but like, I think a lot of women just want the same opportunity to like fuck up and not be like, you know, condemned for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but my a lot of my favorite f uh, women comedians headliners, um, like I'm a big fan of Maria Bamford and uh, Tig Notaro, uh, Fortune Feimster. I mean, back in the day, Carol Burnett, like she as a sketch comedy writer and stuff like she was I think she was pretty great. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have a lot of favorites. Yeah. I used to actually uh, be a big fan of Carol Burnett. Like whenever I was a kid, I used to watch her <laughs> yeah. show all the time. Um, yeah. Like if your parents are into it, you like watch all the cool <laughs> stuff. Yeah. 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 I, I Love Lucy was like so my favorite good. show when I was a little kid. Yeah. Like, she was great. Um, I watched like that's what I grew up watching all the time. It was just like all old shows. Like, like on VHS or like on, on TV like reruns? on TV land. Yeah. And also like we did have some like VHS and mm -hmm. stuff like that. I watched them. But yeah, like always like Nick at Night and like yeah. like stuff like that. I always watch that. We used to watch my parents got like a VHS set of like Ed Sullivan show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like that's where we saw a lot of those, too. Yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Um. What is the your biggest uh, regret when it comes to comedy? Something that you wish you would have done or wish you wouldn't have done? Um, I wish I wouldn't have listened to people, <laughs> other people early on. Yeah. You know, like, I appreciate, like, the advice and, like, the mentorship of people, but I think sometimes I took too many things to heart when it came to my comedy early on. Like, I, I remember I had, um, I was maybe one or two years in, and I was dating a guy at the time. It always comes back to you know, who you're dating. <laughs> like, it does impact, right? Like, I was dating a guy at the time, and I remember he wasn't an artsy dude. He came to one of my shows. Oh, there's a fly or something. Um, he came to one of my shows, and uh, I think I had just had a normal night. Like, I didn't bomb, but I didn't crush or whatever. Um, but I was pretty new. And, like, when we left, like, I didn't ask him for his feedback. But, like, <laughs> he was basically, like, he's, like, you're not very funny. Oh, God. And I was, like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I just remember I took that to heart so much. And I should have I can imagine. Like, were you guys already dating you. at the yeah, time? Yeah, like, we were dating exclusively. <laughs> and I was, like, well, screw it. Like, after that, I never invited dudes to my shows. Oh, you know, man. Like I was dating. Because I was, like, I don't know if I want your opinion. I don't know how long this will last, you know? <laughs> yeah, that could be. That would be a lot if I was like dating someone and then brought them out to a show and they're like, I don't think you're funny. <laughs> like, that would be hard to just like, t like have <laughs> sit in your head all the time. That, yeah. Well, do you even know me, man? <laughs> <laughs> right. I think I'm funny. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I could see though that um, there. The comedy is one thing where people love, love to give you their opinion they and their do. advice all the time. Like, what do people tell you about your little uh, skits or whatever? Oh, <laughs> they say that. so <laughs> much, so much. I get, I get advice all the time, and it's funny because I am probably the last person that's going to take <laughs> anyone's <laughs> advice on anything. Like, I, I will listen to it, you know, and if it's good advice, I might consider it or whatever. But usually, it's not. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so 
but you know, I'll always I'll I'll listen to whatever they have to say, but I don't know. It's just funny how many people will approach you constantly and be like, "Hey, man, you should change that joke <laughs> to be like this or whatever." I'm like, "No, yeah. <laughs> I wrote it that way for a reason. It's funny <laughs> now, and it works. It's you know, like, why would I change it if it's if it's working already <laughs> to something that I think is less funny?" Yeah, like <laughs> like it's hard to know, like, how to even respond to those things. Sometimes I'm just like, okay, thanks, and, like, try and talk to someone else. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Um, I mean, I have, I've had um, someone be like, hey, man, you know, maybe if you change this part of the joke to this. Mm-hmm. Probably not even that, though. Um, I've had, I've had like, Mike told me uh, on a joke, he said, it doesn't need to be that long. Just trim the fat on yeah. it, make it shorter. And he was right. I right. made that joke shorter, and it worked. But I don't think I've ever, like, changed a joke, like, the yeah. word to something else or something. Because, yeah. I don't know, it's usually not as funny to me whenever they tell me. <laughs> I'm like, no. I think that's one of the tough things to 62, going back to your question, is, like, as you're finding your voice as a comedian, like, trying to figure out, like, how much of this is me trying out styles or vibes from other comedians that I really dig because I'm trying to find my own voice and how much of this, like, really feels like me. Like, you have to try a lot of weird shit sometimes before you settle on, like, what is really the core. And I don't know. At least I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think I I don't think I'll ever, like, uh, change to be, like, you know, like a, a s- like storyteller mm-hmm. type of comedian or something like that. But I do like trying out, like, different, like, approaches to, like, writing jokes and, like, mm-hmm. you know. Because at first, like, pretty much every joke I had was just, like, you know, like, one line or one line or one line or, like, yeah. all very short. Now, like, I've got it mixed up. I do still have, like, little short jokes like that. And uh, most of my jokes aren't very long, but I've, I've switched it up a little bit. Have It's not so much, like, just watching, like, Mitch Hedberg now or something, yeah. you know? Was he, like, one of your favorites when you started out? Uh, yeah, I love Mitch yeah. Hedberg and, um, like, Anthony Jeselnik. Those, mm-hmm. Like, both of them are probably, like, two of the, my biggest influence when, r- when it comes to writing jokes. Yeah, they're so, like, sharp and punchy and sly, but, like, without, I don't know. But they're, they have such different styles in some ways. Yeah, really yeah. Like, yeah. Um, what is the worst bomb that you can remember? Oh, God. Uh, there's been so many. One of the worst was um, I did this show. I think it was, like, somewhere between Northport and Port Charlotte, and... Just to set set the stage, uh, the Jeff, uh, the guy I'm dating, came with me at the time. Um, we drove down together, and <laughs> at the end of the set, he essentially uh, he went outside to smoke, and he sent me a text emoji that was just like his avatar in front of a dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> like it had been a dumpster fire, but that was like his way of saying, "Yo, I see what's going on. I'm so sorry." <laughs> like and then we went outside and deconstructed. <coughs> but it was I did a feature and. I took some heart that the that the headliner didn't even do well. I think right. only the host did well. But it was at this small place that they usually do music shows. And I guess this was sort of like a one-off of a comedy show. So, of course, well everyone there already is just like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yes. You don't want to see yes. it. Like, you know? And I'm not conservative at all. And it ended up being like, like 30 people from out of town from um, New England. And I know that because they were all talking about the Patriots the whole time, <laughs> <laughs> New England in the front row, um, mostly w- old white dudes, and they just, they were just, like, staring at me with the steely death stare. I couldn't get anything out of them. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so it was rough. <laughs> it hurts your heart a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. And, well, you know, but like you said, it is, 
it's always good if something like that happens and it sucks to say but it's true that to see other people not do well also you have to take comfort somewhere like yeah. if you don't take comfort in someone else bombing you take comfort in like i don't know lighting the night on fire <laughs> in some destructive <laughs> way right yeah <laughs> like have, have you bombed yet oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah how did did you get over it really fast or like some comedians yeah like really dwell on it no it honestly it doesn't bother me yeah. um most of the time that i bomb it's either because like you can tell that the crowd isn't ju just doesn't want to hear a comedian yeah. period or um because i'm like trying out like some new stuff that i'm like you know just wrote that day or something yeah. you know so i don't really care that much even if i d did my regular material and bombed i don't think i would care yeah i would just be like well, whatever <laughs> <laughs> i care less probably than i should most of the time and i'm just like maybe that's why i have not gone further <laughs> <laughs> i don't care you know? because um I do well more than I do bad. Mm -hmm. So as long as I can keep up that ratio, I don't think it's going to bother me. If, it's if it starts game. turning around <laughs> to where like I'm all doing bad, 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 then I'll be, yeah. then I'll probably fix some shit. <laughs> yeah. Then I'd be upset and, and, and start worrying. That makes sense. Um, what, what's your, um, what is your biggest win? Do you think in involved with comedy? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I don't know. I'd have to. Hmm. I think I think of two. Maybe they're more conceptual. So the one is that probably in the last two years, I've gotten much more comfortable in like some of my character work for my jokes. So like my improv background, I just enjoy doing like some impressions, not of celebrities or anyone you know, but just like the people inside my head. <laughs> right, right. I, and, like I enjoy having fun and playing on stage. Like y you know. Um. So I've 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 given myself permission to do that. I've tried that shit out. Um, and incorporated that and then I think the other one was like a few years ago I like I love traveling and I was just like you know I'm not finding I'm not finding the spark of what I want to hear right now I'm gonna switch the game up a bit and I I like I had found out about the Edim the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and um I like gave myself a year I'm just like I'm gonna I'm gonna submit to try and be in that festival I'm gonna go travel during the summer and I got into two festivals and I just like I set a goal, which I'm not very good at goals. I set a goal <laughs> and I and I made it there. And for like two months, I was just like performing fringe shows and like meeting a shitload of artists from around the world. And just I really just wanted like a different perspective on comedy in general performance and my comedy, because just because it's funny somewhere in central Florida or in the U.S. doesn't mean it's funny anywhere else. Right. So that was a big win for me. Like it was just, you know, taking myself out of my comfort zone and just, you know, being back into the world, I guess. Yeah. You were traveling doing yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Was that's it like a whole group of you guys traveling? No, or? it was just me. I pitched a storytelling show, and I got into the Free Fringe, which is part of Edinburgh Fringe, um, and and then the Camden Fringe in London. So I ended up doing like a week and a half of storytelling shows, and then um, a stand-up show with a bunch of comedians that I met there. One of their com comedians had dropped out, and I was like, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> And then I got to see a shitload of, like, performances from around the world that just, like, really, like, forced me to think of performance in different ways, you know? Like, in one night, I would go from seeing, like, a short, like, rock opera to, like, a one-woman show to, like, a beatboxing show and just, like, shit you can't do here, you know? Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. That's cool. What was one of your wins? Have you <laughs> thought about that? No, I haven't, honestly. 
Um, Are you still waiting for it, or is it yeah. you're really proud of? I don't know. I've <laughs> had a lot of, of like wins, a lot, but mostly you know like smaller wins, but yeah. a lot of them. Like I've, I've just I've had a lot of good opportunities since I started doing comedy, uh, to be you know only doing it for as long as I have like uh, probably like about 10 months now yeah. and you know I'm like linked up with Mike you know and I'm now I'm working at the club I'm the DJ there and like so I get on a lot of shows there That's also awesome. and get a lot of opportunities to do, to do that and I've and through that I've met pe like other com comedians mm -hmm. from Tampa and St. Pete Orlando all kinds of stuff so now I'm getting booked on shows in Orlando and St. Pete and you know so it's it's great you found your access is awesome. Yeah, I mean, I just lucked into it, but it was it was awesome. How um, was you did? Didn't you do like sound, or were you involved in like the Hot Mess show recently? I did sound for the Hot Mess oh show yeah. last night. Oh okay, cool. Um, I did the cool. last Hot Mess show that they had there like a month ago. Oh my god, didn't make you sick. I I was miserable. <laughs> it ruined my whole Why night. Why do people do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually I didn't volunteer to do that. Mike <laughs> volunteered me for it. He, because Kyle Roos and Jander performed there the night before mm -hmm. and Kyle was head the headliner mm -hmm. and uh uh and they had some oh man I always forget <laughs> that guy's name um it's another dude yeah he's funny too yeah. I'm sorry if you hear this I apologize <laughs> um but uh but yeah they did a show the night before and um Mike wanted me to host it mm -hmm. and um so then but then the night after that they're doing the hot mess show mm -hmm. And Mike was like, well, you can host this night, and then you can do the Hot Mess show the next day. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, cool. Whatever, and like, <laughs> I didn't even know what it was. I was just like, yeah, totally, I'm down, you know? And then I started finding out more about, like, what it was, and I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I want to do this. But I was like, you know, I'm going to do it, you know? Mike already, like, told them I was doing it. Um, Say yes to everything, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Good for you. Um, but, yeah, and it was – it's a great show. It's, mm. it's super funny, super fun, but um, – God, I'll never do it again. <laughs> it's like so physical comedy. Like <laughs> everyone's just like laughing at every at you guys just suffering. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was dying on that stage. It was crazy. I was like, <laughs> I almost threw up, but I didn't. Oh I stopped God. myself from throwing up. <laughs> Good for yeah. you. There was somebody that threw up that night, Are but it serious? wasn't me. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, so scary. <laughs> um. Let's see here. What is what's your biggest goal when it comes to comedy? Mm. I don't think about this as, mu as much as I probably should. <laughs> um, I don't know if I have a big goal like on the stage. Honestly, I think it is just to continue to be like as authentic as possible as I can in my comedy, and to like shut out all the jokes that. I would do because people would laugh at them, but I just felt they were hacky. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have any big big goals yet. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I uh, <laughs> I think that's fine. That uh, <laughs> you give me a C on my goal. Thank <laughs> you. I pass. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fine. Do you have any to grand just goals? just do it to to because you like doing it? I think <laughs> that's probably the right mindset to have to just do it because you like to do it. Um. I do. My goal is uh, to one day uh, be able to do cruise ships. Nice. Uh, I think that would be the sweetest job in the whole world. You just want to travel. And <laughs> yeah, you just get to go on cruises, perform a couple times a day or it's whatever, and you, get, and you get paid for it. Yeah, and you just get to drop it's in. It's the greatest job ever. Yeah, I get to legit. do comedy and travel on a cruise. Um, that would be pretty awesome. 
Yeah, that's w- hopefully one day. That's my goal. I mean, I yeah, no, I dig that. No, you're right. Like, I would love to travel and do comedy. I guess sometimes it just seems so like far away, or like whenever I've traveled for gigs, it's been in like a you know some small podunk town, which is fine. But <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to see big places too. Like, how do you do that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought about like I was thinking that um, it would probably be hard to become like a cruise ship comedian. Mm-hmm. But then I've met some people that are cruise ship comedians, and I've um, met some people that have were like in talks with people like to to that they were like wanted them to come do it mm-hmm. and the person was like oh, i'm not sure if i really want to do it or whatever i know right <laughs> why not <laughs> <laughs> um but uh so it's like not that far away yeah yeah, yeah. after i talked to them didn't really say i mean i don't i don't want <laughs> yeah you don't want jinx it. Uh, <laughs> I, I think i was funnier than them <laughs> 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 Uh, some there's of them. There's the humble <laughs> No, but I mean, yeah, like, after talking to those people, I was like, okay, maybe I, this is something I could do. Yeah. These people aren't, like, some big celebrities or anything, you know? They're just, like, some regular comedians. I, so. I don't think bigger comedians uh, really want to do that job. <laughs> for, it doesn't seem like, so. Yeah, it seems like a stepping stone for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just where I'm trying to get. I don't care about stepping anywhere further yeah, than that. Yeah, you can think about <laughs> the next. <laughs> <laughs> if I get there, then I'm good. I just want to be that cruise dude. I can just imagine 80-year-old Malachi, like just in the same outfit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. <different> yeah, <laughs> the leather jacket, but like some like swimming trunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm strolling around the Living cruise. Living the sailor life. <laughs> exactly. That's my dream. That's funny. Um. Do you still after? Uh, after doing comedy for so long, do you still ever get nervous before performing? Or do you always still get nervous before performing? <laughs> That's a lot of uh, those modifiers in the correct <laughs> way. I don't know. Um, yeah, I always still sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, I think it depends on the crowd and, like, who you're working with. You know, when you work with a, a headliner or a comedian that you really dig and you're just like, I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but then I try and find a way to fix it. I'm not very good at that. Like, I don't – I try to avoid, except when I'm out and co- – doing comedy once in a while to like drink alcohol at all anymore or caffeine because like I don't know like if I drink I'm like I'm like a 65 year old lady like if I drink coffee at like 10 a.m. I will stay up all night Mm -hmm. so to answer your question yeah I do get nervous sometimes and then when I try and fix it things get even worse oh (laughs) yeah 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 I don't really know what to do about it except like just sort of breathe through it or like run around outside (laughs) and then just like I don't know focus on my jokes and lean in yeah yeah. Yeah, I don't um I don't drink caffeine very much either. I don't drink coffee, period. Um, really? Yeah. Too much. It's too way too much. Yeah. Um I'll I'll drink soda occasionally, but even that like I can't drink very much of it. Um because I just my nerves are shot out already. <laughs> um I have um Tourette's. Mm-hmm. So with that comes like anxiety yes. and uh, depression, like all kinds of fun things. But um so you so already like have to fuck up with that shit. Like, you don't want to, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm in. always at, like, a 10 already. Like, like my <laughs> ha- look at my hand, like, just right now. It's like oh I'm always gosh. just, like, shaky and, like, that's just how, I'm, that's my no- normal existence, yeah, you know. So, I don't need caffeine no, <laughs> to no, make no. it any worse. I'll go into, like, a full-blown panic attack if I probably drink, <laughs> yes. a, like, if I drink a coffee. So. And I didn't know that, like, I have anxiety. And I, like, you know, people, <coughs> I guess I come off sometimes as pretty low-key until I start talking. And so, people are always just, like they don't you know they don't always know you have anxiety or whatever it is because you just keep it 
behind like the energy doesn't express itself mm-hmm. so yeah it's the same thing i feel you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i yeah. can't do the coffee <laughs> yeah anything that that uh makes my anxiety worse i can't i can't do it i'll tell you the thing that happened worse i was a uh, well, not worse, but like I, that made me really nervous on stage. I did this storytelling show probably about three or four years ago, and I was hosting it. It was in Sarasota, and I was super excited about the story I was telling. And it was, you know, a couple seasoned storytellers and then a couple new ones. So it was a gorgeous stage. But <laughs> at the time, I was like wearing these contact lenses that, for whatever reason, if you accidentally touch them, like they would cloud up or blur up. And that night, right as I go on stage, I, like, rub my eye or something, and, like, everything, like, went, like, cloudy. Like, it was, like, a smudge on it. I couldn't see anything. And I was like, fuck. And I had brought notes up because it was a newer store, so I was going <laughs> to tell it. But, like, I had, on the right, on the notes, like, I had certain beats and, like, the names of the people coming up. So then at that point, it, like, it's worse for me to, like, see everything blurry, that blurry. So I just, like before I walked up, I just took my contacts out and I was on stage. My vision, Malachi, is so bad without contacts. So I'm on stage, like, basically blind. <laughs> like, oh God. And I just, like, put my notes aside and I did a completely different story. But for the first, like, three minutes, it was the shaking and my heart was racing and I'm like, I'm about to bomb at my own show. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I made it through. It's fine. I bet that would be. Uh, I'm sure I look like a weirdo. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> at least you had a backup plan. <laughs> take it. Just take <laughs> off my contacts. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Wing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really solid. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I don't. And uh, the funny thing is, is uh, the only time I don't like feel like super anxious, really is um when i actually like get on stage and start like performing yeah um before i go on stage i'll be anxious Mm -hmm. but uh, when i get up there (coughs) i don't like i don't like lose all anxiety it seems like unless something happens on stage like (laughs) (laughs) these things start going wrong Yeah. Have then you ever had like a really bad heckler you didn't know to deal with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no. uh-huh. Don't worry, I won't ask you about it. You <laughs> seem to go to dark place. <laughs> You're like, yes, my mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> like, th- so this just happened the other day. Mm. Uh, we were doing, uh, we did an open mic. Uh, what is the name of that place? Uh, Craft and Kitchen. Mm. It's like this place over on the south side. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> It was their first open mic they were doing, mm-hmm. and um, but it was going to be like mixed um, music and comedy, you know. Mm-hmm. So the host guy, he played like acoustic, and um, he had a girl there. I think it might have been his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. She also played acoustic, cool. um, and they sang and stuff. And then he would have like the comedians go up, like, and um, I got there a little while a- after everybody else. I wasn't planning on going there, period. Um, because it was a little bit of a drive for mm-hmm. me, but um, I didn't have anything else to do, and they were like, "Come on, come," you know. So I was like, "All right, fine." So I went. I was the last comedian to go up, and uh, <laughs> they were over a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> How long had it been going on? I am not really sure. Oh um, I course. didn't even want to go up there. Period. Because yeah. when I got there, um, I think LJ was up, mm-hmm. maybe. And I was just, like, watching him do it. I could tell nobody there, like, wanted to watch comedy, right? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's, like, has bi- literally has their backs turned, like, turned around from so the stage. Like, does not want to, you know. Um, 
So I wasn't even going to go up, but they were like, oh, you get a free beer if you perform. <laughs> and so I was like, so that's what drove you over the edge. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, OK, I'll, I'll go. Oh, I'll go up and do a little something. <laughs> um, so I went up there and did like one joke. Nothing. Um, and so I said into the microphone, I was like, I wonder what I could say to get you guys' attention. And this guy from the back goes, fucking nothing. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's like pretty awesome. Like in a TV show, that'd be really funny. But like, yeah. <laughs> what'd you do? So I, I, uh, I was like, oh, okay. Um, I guess you guys don't want to don't want to hear me talk. I was like, all right, uh, hail Satan, good night. <laughs> and awesome. then put the microphone in the microphone stand, and then I guess that made the dude super mad because later on he was like, like I'd been off stage for like five minutes, yeah. and all of a sudden you hear that guy's just like, fuck Satan. <laughs> And I was like, oh all right, God. bro. <laughs> um, but then I guess he complained to the owners. And uh, now that. said Satan. Yeah, yeah. And now they won't let uh, c comedians do, do their open mic anymore. That's so annoying. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So that was the whole thing. That's the funniest bombing <laughs> heckling story right. I've heard, actually. <laughs> it was pretty great. That's pretty great, yeah. <laughs> Um, Yeah, it was funny when we were leaving, <laughs> like, the, uh, the host guy. Um, like pulled I think Joe either Joe or LJ one like pulled him aside or maybe they said something to him but the guy was like oh yeah I have to go and talk to the owner they apparently they've had a complaint about one of the comedians or something and uh, they were like really and he's like yeah I think it was Malachi or whatever <laughs> I'm like oh great have you ever been complained about at a micro show before that one <laughs> <laughs> before that um, <laughs> I don't know. You haven't said like hail scene in other places. Oh well, yeah, many many they places. Kicked you out? No, I don't. Yeah, that's that. I don't think problem. so. I don't so think. Funny. Yeah, I don't think anybody's really had too big of a problem with me. <laughs> I have had like a few people like say stuff or whatever, but I don't think I've had anybody like really really upset. Uh -huh. You know, except for those people. So <laughs> whatever. <laughs> um, Is your camera off? Yeah. Oh, good. It uh, it only records for thirty minutes and then it shuts off. Oh, good. I don't know why. Oh, okay. So all that's of that's with the YouTube episode. Okay, I <coughs> watched it. I watched one with you and Alex, and yeah. it, like mid sentence, it stopped. And I was like, "What happened? Now I have to go to the podcast." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought you were just doing that to be sneaky. To get yeah, that's Spotify. that's how I get them. <laughs> that's how I get them. Uh, but uh, no, yeah, they all of them cut off at like twenty nine minutes and fifty seconds or mm. something like that. I have not figured out why, but I'm still trying to figure out how you can turn Hail Satan into merch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right. I, I, it's gonna, it's gonna have <laughs> to be part of my, yeah, something That's because I do it at every show. That's great. Like, I, uh, the reason why I did it the first time was to like because like. I can't remember. It was like somebody wasn't paying attention, or I thought it would piss somebody off, or something like that. So I just yeah. like said it, cause like to try to be like, you know, yeah. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> um, oh, I, I think it was that pink piano, and people were talking the whole time when I was on stage. So I think that's how I ended the set, was just like, hey, I'll say in. <laughs> but um, yeah, so th correct. but then after that, I was like, I'm just ending every set like <laughs> that's that. That's my trademark. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I do now. Is that a tiny military helmet? Yeah. Like, that's like a doll size cabinet. Yeah. Couch. You have all kind of fun shit up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, getting distracted. My closet <laughs> is full of, like, so much of my son's crap because <laughs> his room is so full of toys, it overflowed into my room. So. That's great. Yeah. Um, 
So what's the furthest you've traveled to do comedy? Like the furthest you've yeah. been? Um, well, no one no one paid me to do this. I paid my way and then I got paid. But <laughs> <laughs> right. I went to Scotland. It's probably the furthest oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. That That's pretty rad. Um, how did you even link up with somebody to do that? Um, it's through their their fe their fringe festival. Um, they you can uh so fringe festivals are they have an online application but um submission but it's essentially like uh, the one in Scotland is the longest <coughs> running one in the world and uh it's essentially a place like where people can do all types of performances between like theater and music and stuff stuff that you won't always see in like main stage stuff mm -hmm. you know or mainstream um and so they have all these acts going on for like a month like dozens of shows every night from people around the world so i just had heard about it and read about a bunch of them and i was like well i can do this <laughs> and i submitted and they're like all right and uh then you have to though like a lot of these french festivals you have to they'll connect you with a venue or possibility of venues but you have to like talk to them and set up like where will i be what kind of tech do i need and how much do i charge for tickets so oh okay yeah that's yeah. awesome sort of like taking a chance see what's up I, I heard I would used to hear about um whenever I would be delivering um I would have a <coughs> that delivering uh, babies or food yeah, yeah babies <laughs> babies <coughs> <coughs> um baby goats hail Satan <laughs> I uh, they're gonna flag you <laughs> 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 just just wait till I start talking about white nationalism. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can say goats ten more times <laughs> and like tip the bounty. It's gonna be <laughs> the only white nationalism video with a brown girl. <laughs> Dude, like, why are you trying? Yeah, that? right. Exactly. That's the. <laughs> I uh, I got. A, what I is have your end game, Malachi? I got a brown girl. <laughs> I got. Goats. I got a a, fe oh, a woman comedian. <laughs> a woman comedian. Yeah. And a brown I'm girl. Hire. And a brown girl all in one. Yeah, that's my that's my diversity quota for <laughs> the right, month. Man. Good. <laughs> But um, <laughs> no, they would always have on uh, 104.1 or whatever, I, I was, or I'd listen to that station, um, and they would always talk about the Fringe Festival mm -hmm. on there, but um, cool. I, I guess it was the one in Orlando. I guess they had one in Orlando or yeah, something. Yeah, that's one of the biggest ones in the States, actually, or the, lo or the longest running ones, yeah. They just had one in Tampa that I just performed at. It's, a, it's still growing. It's a newer one, but, you know, same deal. Because I know they have, a, like, I guess, a, like, uh, quite a few comedians that do the, the Orlando one, at least. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, have, have you been there before? Mm-mm. Cool. But uh, that the guy that is on one of those, um, one of those, uh, what the fuck am I, <laughs> one of those shows on 104.1, I don't remember the name of it, but yeah. one of those guys, he's a comedian, mm. and uh, he came to the club and headlined one night at, um, at... LOL. His name's Ross, Ross Pageant or something oh. like that. But um, but yeah, he would always be like talking about like, yeah, I'm performing tonight at Fringe or like this oh other comedian cool. or whatever performing at Fringe or whatever. So they're always talking about it on there. I never really knew exactly what it was, but yeah, they just keep saying the words, you know. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was like a big <laughs> festival thing they had, but I didn't really know. I didn't know it was like something they had all over the place. Yeah, there's um <coughs> uh, a couple people that run the Tampa Fringe one. They just like lit a fire into my ass. They inspired me again. So they did like there there's artists and there's even like some mainstream headliners that have done fringe shows like that you would know by name but there's artists that like can essentially like 
travel the world there's like fringe seasons travel the fringe circuit for like six to ten months out of the year just like performing at these and like once you have a good show and you hit it right like you can make money doing it so like you don't you know you don't have to like save a shitload of money and spend your savings away but he was they used to do the australian circuit and they said down there like if you get into one australian fringe festival that guarantees you you can get into the rest of them okay yeah and that's what i was about to australia ask australia like <coughs> loves comedy <coughs> so he was like you need to submit and then you could be down in australia for like a month to six weeks just like doing shows every night right yeah, on does cool. if whenever you do like a show like that f- um is it just you it can be either or okay. so like uh for the stand-up stuff like so my one woman storytelling show that was just me like i had a i think a 45 minute time slot and it was super low tech you know some mic and an amp whatever um but the stand-up show that i joined it was like a small collective of comedians and so they had like an hour and there were like seven comedians okay um and for them like you know there were people from all over england and scotland um but there's also been shows like when i was in chicago um some of the people i knew there they brought entire like theater productions there Mm -hmm. so yeah and people Very. buy tickets for it, like, in a way, like, they just go, it's like a festival, there's many things happening, yeah. and then they just decide which thing they want to go yeah. see and while they're like there. Pr- so, like, the Fringe organization, like, if it's the Edinburgh Fringe, which literally thousands of people go to, like, they now have it, they run a tight ship, so, like, let's say you're just a random dude off the street, and you're in Edinburgh, and you're like, what's, what is all this, what are these crazy people, what's going on? You can go to, like, whatever, the Fringe, the office, wherever their locale is, and they have printed up programs with every single show in time. And then you are just in charge of, like, they'll market some of the stuff for you, but you're sort of in charge of, like, really promoting and hustling and flyering to get people to your show as opposed to going to somewhere else. Nice. That's really smart, actually. Yeah, that's really cool. That's, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Huh. I might have to check that out next you time they really have should. it. <laughs> um, so you already answered that question. <laughs> uh, d- 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 Do you always pull the same questions from the same page in your notebook? No. Oh, really? I write questions for each person. Very cool. But I just use the same questions a lot. Um, I feel like there's, like, a lot of questions that, like, you know, each person's going to have a completely different answer Mm -hmm. for. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. I think we both just got messaged something at once. Because I've seen my phone buzz and I've seen your phone light up. Probably. (laughs) I don't don't know what else it would be. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so what's your prediction for the show tonight? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> I, d- I probably know less than you know about how it's gonna go down. <laughs> I love. I don't know. Can I say this? So you're like messaging Ellie. You're like, have you been to the venue, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Three hours before. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was gonna go check it out like yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> so oh, I man. guess we'll see how it goes. Yeah, <laughs> I guess we will. I look. I looked up on Facebook like pictures of mm-hmm. it, and to me, it looked like a hookah lounge. <laughs> But LJ said it's not. <laughs> so I don't know. But that's from what the pictures look like. That's what it looked like. But I don't know. Um, I never know what to expect. Part of me is just like, d- should I prepare a ratchet set and then just have my <laughs> regular stuff? <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I, I don't know. I hope people show up is all I hope. That's um, all I hope, too. Because I like <laughs> it. LJ said he had sold no tickets. I no know, pre-sales. I know. <laughs> and the club doesn't usually open till 10. Yeah. And we're starting the show at, what, 8? Is that when the yeah. show starts? I don't even know what time of day <laughs> my own show starts. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so that's not great either. <laughs> there could be no one there, Malachi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, we'll see. 
right. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I. I just I hope where it's located, mm-hmm. like there's other stuff around it, because mm-hmm. then we could pull some foot traffic probably. That's true. Um, but if it's just like out by itself somewhere, that's uh, that's a hard sell. Let <laughs> me ask him to just print out a shitload of flyers and. <laughs> it's too late now. Come in now. <laughs> <laughs> he, I guess he has been driving around today and dropping off flyers. That's so awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how tonight's gonna go. <laughs> uh, we'll see. What's something that you see a lot in stand-up comedy that you can't stand? <laughs> okay, first, literally first response, but then I was like, I shouldn't say that. The first response is misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I, you know, because it's true. I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> not all dudes, but enough of them. <laughs> like, there's times, you know, like when you go, and I'm sure you feel this too. Like you go to like, like, especially to open mics, <laughs> depending on the open mic and where it is, and like. I feel like if there's one or two comedians that say enough jokes that, you know, it's like, fuck women and, like, pussy this. And <laughs> that's yeah. Then, you know, the, it emboldens other comedians. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if people respond to it, which yeah. makes sense is from a crowd perspective. But, like, um, yeah, there have been mics I've sat through and just, like, I just want to do my five. But you have to sit through 20 other comments yeah. that are telling them us why women won't have sex with <laughs> right that's not yeah. why yeah yeah <laughs> yeah because this is you <laughs> right yeah, exactly yeah. i know i <laughs> i see a lot of it too and it is super cringy it's super cringy yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i guess um, that and i don't see too much of this but sometimes like bad sound i'm guilty of this like <coughs> i did a show once and i God, i'm supposed to sound like an audio file but like i just didn't I d- it wasn't my equipment, and I wasn't able to test the equipment like before the day of the yeah. show. And um, yeah, it was just we sounded like we were inside a jar. I <laughs> hate that too, but like, yeah. I'm not super picky about it. But to the point where like, I've done shows where like the microphone's cutting out and stuff like that. Yeah, that's tough. That will kill me. Like the comedians are like holding nuts. it together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're like me. this. Yes, <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, I don't think it has to be great. I just like when it's. If if they can't hear you say your joke, exactly, it's yeah, it's gonna be uphill. Yes, <laughs> and l- like we, I did a show not too long ago, which honestly the show was great. It was a great show, had a great turnout, people loved it. But the sound they had, there, like the the all they had was like one big speaker, yeah. and then like the mic hooked up to that, and I guess they just had it cranked up as loud as it would go or whatever. Yeah. It sounded like everyone was talking through like a washcloth. Yeah. And yeah. it was so hard to make out That's ever. Cool. I was like surprised. I was trying to be like speak as clearly as possible, you know? Yeah. Um, but even I like went back and watched the recording and I was like, I'm surprised people are even laughing because <laughs> I can't even, I don't even, I can't even understand what I'm saying. Isn't that the worst? You're trying to be such a good comedian. You're like, I'm going to film my set. I'm going to learn from it. <laughs> like, I think I have probably like a hundred sets that I've filmed and I've never watched it before because I hate watching my set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like you think you did really well and you did, but then when you watch it, like the camera, I don't know. Just Yeah. yeah I've had both things good. happen. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had uh, times where like, I'm like, dude, I killed. And yeah. I'll go back and watch and be like, oh no, not really. I wasn't really. <laughs> that great and then i've been had times of like well that sucked and then i'll go back and watch the video i'm like wow actually there's really a lot like more people me. laughing yeah than i thought yeah, um feel good. so yeah what do you see in comedy that like makes you cringe is there anything Ooh, yeah lots <laughs> of things um people who don't understand how to tell offensive jokes that is i like that's a good nuanced answer <laughs> <laughs> Because it's possible, and you can do it, and it can be funny. (laughs) But it is not funny because it's offensive. It's funny because it's funny. Right. It either is or it isn't. You either have written through it, 
and you understand your audience or you haven't done the work. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. And I see it so much at, uh, at open mics. People get up there and just like start saying this really yeah. offensive or disgusting things. And you can just look at the crowd and tell like the crowd hates them, <laughs> hates them. And I hate them. <laughs> And I'm just like, shut up and get off the stage. <laughs> Why are you walking people before I can go up and be actually be funny? <laughs> uh, it's frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do wish that, that they were just like, like in the, I don't know, in the old days or like in the Nickelodeon days. Those are my old days. Oh, yeah, with, the, 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 with cane. the cane. <laughs> Snatch them off or the like stage. Or like, what is it? Like the, the slop from the, what is it? The goop or the goop? Or the <laughs> yeah, the slime the or whatever. bottle or something. No, no, that's bad. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. I agree. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Yeah. Have you ever had family ever come to your shows yet? No. <laughs> is that ever anything you're going to do? Nope. <laughs> Good, I think so it's smart. like an, it's like an unspoken <laughs> like agreement between us. Like, oh, you're doing well at this. Yeah. We're happy for you. We don't ever want to hear it. <laughs> and I'm like, good. <laughs> um, yeah. It's funny. I made the mistake of inviting my, I love my parents, but inviting them when they came to visit me in Chicago when I first started to a show when I was one year in and I'd gotten on one of my first showcases and I was so excited mm. and uh, my parents left and my dad's a little hard of hearing. So he was so supportive. He was like, that was great. That was so good. And I was like, oh, yeah, did you hear X joke? And he was like, no. And I kept going on the drinks like, no. I was like, I don't even think he heard the joke. <laughs> so he was just being nice. Right. And then my mom was like almost in tears. She's like a little softer heart and not as edgy as I am. So she was just like, we left it. And this is after an hour and a half of like random people just talking about, you know, our addictions and our depression, our anxiety. And she, we left and she's just like, are you okay? <laughs> like, <laughs> do you need to come home? <laughs> fine, mom. This didn't yeah. turn out how I wanted it yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I, I, uh, I knew better from the beginning. Yeah. I was like, this isn't. <laughs> that's not something I want, or and, and it's not something they want either. I, I guarantee it. Sucks. <laughs> um. <laughs> who's the worst comedian? <laughs> that you ever remember meeting <laughs> i love i saw this question in your episodes i was like i don't even know my answer <laughs> damn it and i didn't prepare that i ever remember meeting yeah <laughs> like a celeb or like no no just or? Uh, just uh, any comedian that you've God. met that was horrible that's a great question <laughs> do you know your answer to this question or are you just like oh no i know i know, you know yeah mm -hmm. is, yeah um who is the worst comedian I'm going to have to simmer on that a bit. I know I can think of a comedian, like one of the worst comedians I saw that like I didn't meet him, but I don't even remember his name because it was so painful. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There was, um, I don't know. There's a lot, honestly. <laughs> there's a lot. Um, <laughs> but there's one person that comes to LOL a lot. <laughs> and You're like tiptoeing around. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> And every week comes with <laughs> different quote unquote jokes. Um, and then like, he doesn't understand how to write a punchline, I yeah. guess. It's just like him just saying random things. <laughs> and like, and every time you get there, he comes up to you and he'll be like telling you this story of like what happened that day or whatever. Like, oh man, I was at work today and my coworker <laughs> was like, blah, 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 blah. And then every time you, you're like, this is your material for the night. This is what <laughs> you're going to do doing. on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
and it sucks. <laughs> and I'm like, but he's like telling it to people out front to see if they'll laugh, you know. To, and like, but th- the thing is, he laughs at it. So then, like, they kind of just <laughs> like laugh along with him. So he's like, yeah, yeah it's funny. Like, you laugh, know? Yeah. yeah. And then so he goes up there and on stage and he performs it. And it sucks every week. <laughs> he sucks. I'm like, <laughs> write a joke, bro. Like, it's just, it's bad, man. He's a hobbyist, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's rough. That's painful. Yeah. yeah. They did, you did remind <laughs> me there's this dude, I think it was like at a Chicago mic I went to once in. For whatever reason, the open mic, like, he had 10-minute sets, 10-minute allowance, and he went up, and he literally was just, like, scrolling through his phone the whole time, <laughs> reading the jokes off his phone, mm. like, not even just referring, just, like, reading them, <laughs> and half of them were about porn, and, like, but they weren't, like you said, they weren't, they weren't written or anything, and so it's just him reading out loud his thoughts on porn (laughs) (laughs) every now and then he would laugh at it too and i i like felt so uncomfortable in the crowd because i was just like every now and then he would take such a long pause that i like imagined him being back in that masturbatory place in his own (laughs) head like where that porn thing happened and i'm just like this is so awkward somebody get him off stage yeah yeah it was terrible i'll tell you i seen we seen this guy uh, a few of us seen him uh (laughs) recently out at side splitters <coughs> in Wesley Chapel. And um, I don't know, this guy's either the worst comedian <laughs> I've ever seen or he's brilliant. <laughs> I'm not sure which because it was complete silence uh-huh. for like the first like three and a half minutes probably. Everyone was like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? The guy just got up there and he's just like, he's like, uh, I bought a book the other day. Um, tells you how to talk to women. Um, i and then uh, I got it from the this store that's to over by my house, and uh, it cost thirteen ninety eight. And the girl at the register told me the price, and then I bought the book, and and then I went home, and uh, I've been reading that book. It's just like the weirdest. <laughs> it's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and he's just like, and he doesn't stop, like even like for a second. He just like keeps going on like this. You're just telling you about his day. <laughs> kind of, but it was like it was like so bizarre and so hard to follow. Like, I can't replicate it because it's too, <laughs> like, my mind doesn't work that way. But um, I love how you committed to character at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, he, it was, so, like, there was, like, dead silence. Everybody was just, like, watching it in, like, complete, like, confusion, <laughs> I guess. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? And then all of a sudden you start hearing, like, this person cracking up <laughs> over on the side. Then you hear another person start cracking up. And then we're all just, like, dying yeah. laughing <laughs> at how ridiculous this is that this is happening. So he got a huge laugh, but it was because it was so bad <laughs> that no one could believe what they were watching. So I was like, this guy's either the worst comedian or he's a genius because he is. It, it worked. He got his laughs. I love that. <laughs> That's so great. <laughs> I love like when people don't know why they're laughing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very Andy Coffin-esque. <laughs> um... Well, I think that's Did all we the, questions the questions I have for you. Yes. Yeah, that was fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> cool. um, is there any... Um, yeah, what is your pin on your jacket? It says, creepier than a cemetery at midnight. Where did you find that, Malachi? <laughs> um, uh, what's that thing called that they have every year? Um, like Hollis Cream or something? No, it's uh, they have it in Orlando. It's a spooky empire. Oh, yeah. I don't know that. I guess great. It's like all horror movie stuff. It's <laughs> great. It's awesome. Uh, 
my grandpa before he died he always used to you know like dad dad jokes he had this one joke every time we would pass the cemetery like we knew he was gonna do it but it was still funny every time he'd be like you know why they have walls around the cemetery and like we're like why grandpa <laughs> like because people are dying to get in it's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like why <laughs> i think that's the one thing on this like not i'm not gonna have kids but like not <coughs> having kids is like getting to try my shitty humor on them <laughs> yeah because yeah. there's some things that kids will laugh at just because you're their parent that like you could get no one else to laugh at Right, yeah. That's all. Is it worth it? Do you tell your son? Oh, I tell him, yeah, lots of Does jokes. Does he think you're hilarious? Yeah, he thinks I'm hilarious. <laughs> Does he? Yeah, he wants to be a comedian. <laughs> Does he try jokes yet? Mm-hmm. Oh. He's, he's actually thought of a couple that were pretty funny. That's uh, impressive. Like, for he's 10, so, you yeah. know, for, like, a 10-year-old, I was like, oh, that's actually kind of good, you know? That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Um, so, uh, but, yeah, I don't know, he has, like, this little, like, toy microphone thing when you talk into it, it has like a speaker that like comes out and yeah. like his, the little neighbor kid will come over and he'll like be out there like telling jokes on it does he really yeah mm-hmm. that's adorable <laughs> <laughs> i love that <coughs> what does he write jokes about uh, Are they, like, random kids? stuff <laughs> like one of, one of the jokes he told me is he said <laughs> why uh what was it he's like why do they call karen's karen <laughs> because they definitely ain't karen oh my god that's great <laughs> That's like such a little nine, ten year old. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, uh, I feel like that's good. the age when they start like really tapping into what is sarcasm and trying. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's great. Cool. Um, t- so <laughs> other than your show tonight, um, our show tonight, I our guess. Show. <laughs> what? Be the only one thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Close to it, I imagine. <laughs> um, what, uh, what else do you have coming up? Um, are you on the Mephistians in Winter Haven? It's mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on that. That one, too. Yeah. So we have that one. And then the next thing I have coming up, I'm just I'm emceeing this uh, burlesque show up in Gainesville, which I always – I love doing those kind of things because I'm just like, this is a real talent, you know? <laughs> like they, have, yeah. they each have, like, two wardrobe changes, and they're commanding an audience of 200, like, just by their dancing. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the next thing that I'm excited about. Right on. Good group. Very cool. How about you? Are you taking over the world? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, hmm, <laughs> Tuesday, I'm on a show at Grumpy's in Orlando. Oh, yeah. With um, Miles Neff and some, some other people. I think there's like three people from Jacksonville, three people from Orlando, and then there's three people from Tampa, but I'm get I'm one of those, um, <laughs> even though I'm not from Tampa. But uh, Like Lynn doesn't even <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're like, we ain't putting that on the flyer. <laughs> um, but so it's me, Miles, and and then some, uh, I, think, I think there's a girl comedian that's from Tampa also, the oh. third one, I think. But it was somebody I've, n- I've never heard of. Yeah. <coughs> so... I don't know. It should be interesting. I haven't, I've never been there before, but oh, I've heard good. stories <laughs> about <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but I'm riding with Miles, so that either way. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, and then that Friday, mm-hmm. I, we're both doing the Winter Haven show. Um, Have you been to that shop yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, me either. Especially because they said that they're like redoing a bunch of stuff in yeah, there. Like they're putting a salon in there too. So really? Like a hairstylist. I saw something on their social. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to do everything in there. Wow. They're gonna fix cars. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Opening the garage in yeah, the back. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So I got that, and then 
I'm on a roast battle September 8th. How do you feel about roasts? I've only done one, but it was fun. <laughs> I like making fun of people. So, <laughs> and, and it's funny because everybody wants to get to me, right? Everybody yeah. wants me as an opponent because they're like, oh, dude, Mac, I's super easy to write <laughs> for. You know, I could write jokes about him all day long. You have such a strong, like, brand persona, though. Like, even if people don't know shit about you, like, they <laughs> just think they can say shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but, um, but it's still fun. I don't yeah. care. And then, like, no, like, it's impossible to hurt my feelings. So I don't, <laughs> I don't care what people say. Um, how do you get to that? I feel like that's the real nirvana I want to reach. Where like, the I no longer care wh- how people feel. <laughs> what <laughs> have you done? Is it like a shitload of drugs, or like just like a massive load of therapy? Like, which yeah. direction did you go in? <laughs> I've done both of those things. I've done both of those things. <laughs> okay. I've had a lot of therapy. And I've done a lot of drugs. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think uh, it's like once you get to a point where people have said so many things about you for so many years yeah. you just don't stop caring you're just, no. you're just like yeah i'm like okay <laughs> heard it don't care you know like you it's impossible to say something i haven't heard i'm sure and even if you did i still wouldn't care um like most of the insults people throw at me especially at like a roast battle mm-hmm. all the things all the jokes people write i'm always like i've heard that so <laughs> many times like but um you could write with t- uh, a tabletop book like <laughs> yeah. <for> Malachi, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly make money off their shitty jokes <laughs> um but but i think they're fun still um That's good. so yeah I'm, and i'm excited to do that one because it's at lol and uh kyle roos is hosting it um good <laughs> yeah so i think it'll be good it's, it, we got like people from tampa coming and uh, a couple people from lakeland on it so i think it'll be pretty good um I don't know. Yeah, I'm on a couple other things, fun. but I don't remember what, <laughs> <laughs> what they are. But I know I have some other stuff coming People up. People will too, check out your page. Can't remember. Stuff. Yes. <laughs> That's all I can remember off the top of my head. Well, I enjoyed doing this. This was fun. This was chill. Yeah. It was great to have you on here. Um, I think. Thank you for coming on. Do I get like a sticker or something for being the first woman on your podcast? Uh, <laughs> no. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck equity. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I got right. nothing for you. <laughs> See you at the awesome show tonight. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> by the time anyone hears this, yeah. we will have <laughs> we'll performed awesome. for two people. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And well, they will have loved it. Yes, they will have. They would have had seen the show of their life. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, say goodbye to the people. <laughs> goodbye, people. <laughs> goodbye, people. This has been Chat with a Rap.